the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. This portion of the program is brought to you by Henry Oil. Make Henry Oil your oil provider. Call them today, 401 Henry Oil and online at henryoil.com. Reliable, affordable fuel oil delivery. Think of this since 1947, serving most of Rhode Island and southeastern Mass. It's Henry Oil. Call them 401 521 Automatic delivery, budget plan, service contracts, lock and cap pricing, oil burner service and installation. Henry Oil, 401 521 Zero two hundred. Now, I notice, folks, you, you hear a lot of people talking about the number of people who died at the and there's no other way to describe it, but it was it was a riot, the riot at the Capitol last Wednesday. But finally, we're getting more information about as you're hearing that five people died. One of the people apparently was Benjamin Phillips, 50 years old, founder of a pro Trump website called Trump drove around and uh, he used to decorate little um Uh, stuffed kangaroos dressed up as president trump he died of a stroke in washington so he had a group of people with him and uh he was in washington and he he died of a stroke another person that died was roseanne boylan of georgia big supporter of president trump now she was recovering she had a bad drug problem and her friends were not really didn't want her to go but she apparently collapsed while she was standing there. So her sister said that a um, was told by a police detective she collapsed while standing in the rotunda. Who else died last Wednesday? Kevin Greeson, 55 years old, Athens, Alabama. He was on the west side of the Capitol, um, out on the sidewalk, 55 years old. He uh, was talking to his wife on the time. He suffered a heart attack, died outside on the sidewalk. So he had high blood pressure, and she didn't want him to go to Washington. But he went. So that's Kevin Greeson. You have Ashley Babbitt, who, as we know, was shot and killed. And there is an investigation into that inside. And then you have the situation with the uh, officer, Sicknick. But what I didn't realize was he returned to the division office and collapsed, taken to a local hospital and succumbed to those injuries. So something could have happened with some internal bleeding. Folks, what I'm talking about, though, is the other ones. And I've kind of said this before. I'm not making excuses for the crowd or anything, but when it's described as five people died, this man, um, Kevin Greeson, he had high blood pressure. There's a lot of walking in Washington. Right, especially especially where they had to go. A lot of things were blocked off. So he had to do a lot of walking. He had high blood pressure. Wife really didn't want him to go. And um he went. He had a massive heart attack. I mean, it's terrible, but had nothing to do with inside. He wasn't even inside. The other person had a drug problem. We don't know exactly what happened with that, but she was also um not in the best of health. And then the uh, first person that died that mr phil he died of a stroke he was 50 years old but he also was not in very good health so 
you know, so much of this, again, I'm not making excuses for them. Obviously, no one is for the mob, but just the way that it's described that, unfortunately, these sound like people that under the circumstances, if they had traveled to someplace with, with any type of large event where there, there was a lot of walking, it was cold, there were a lot of people around, meaning just, you know, it was difficult to maneuver, so to speak, um, crowded sidewalks and being in a big crowd. and. I, I, that that's just it's not the same i mean that ashley babbitt she did die inside she was shot and killed by capitol police that officer was attacked he did collapse when he went back to the he succumbed to his injuries he he collapsed back at the office but he was able to make it back to the office so something could have you know ruptured inside of some kind um or something like that is what i'm saying so i think it's very disingenuous of the media that they're not fully explaining that these in individuals, that officer, his death needs to be um, investigated. This officer, Sidnick, and then, and if there were people that, you know, caused him harm, beat him, they need to be held accountable. We know about the Ashley, uh, uh, Ashley Babbitt when she was shot and killed, that looked like excessive force. The other three just seem to have medical emergencies that happen when you have a big crowd of people. But there's nothing to suggest that that anything that happened with the crowd uh, caused them to have any types of problems. Now, I'm also going to talk about the situation with the rep. And I'll tell you, the media still won't talk about the fact that Congressman David Cicilline is uh, raising money. He's running, raising money, sent out a fundraising letter uh, to all of his donors, and he's raising money off the impeachment. If you'd like to read the letter from Congressman David Cicilline, it's on the website, depetro.com. You can see it right there. I'm the only one posting it. Folks, remember, depetro.com is brought to you by Allstate Lock, experts in locking systems, building security, car keys, security cameras. Call Allstate Lock today, 401-349-0042 and online at allstatelock.com. You can link right through at the website, depetro.com. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call J.K.L. Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier infinity system. They're energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient, reduce your oil bill by as much as 90%. They have the highest rebates of the market. And they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. J.K.L. is Cary Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, J.K.L.'s reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. J.K.L. is an approved national grid BPI installer. J.K.L. is also a Navian certified factory dealer called J.K.L. System replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call J.K.L. Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. J.K.L., they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call J.K.L. right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates of free financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. 
Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Well, it's a challenge to run your business these days. Maybe you need to find the right type of workers. Why not let MEGA professionals find them for you? Call MEGA professionals today, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-7801. MEGA, M-E-G-A, professionals, 508-336-7801. Maybe if you need workers, maybe you have workers that won't come back to work. You need drivers, certified help, part-time full-time, maybe weekend work, you need the professionals at MEGA Professionals. Let them find the workers for you. They screen them all out. They send them right over to you. Serving Rhode Island, Massachusetts, call them today, 508-336-7801. Maybe you need mechanics or skilled labor or warehouse workers, office workers, professionals, even those in the healthcare profession. MEGA Professionals, call them today, 508 508- 336-7801. Again, 508-336-7801. You focus on your business. Let MEGA professionals help you find the workers. MEGA professionals, 508-336-7801. Folks, you're listening to the John DePietro Show weekdays. We start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You could always listen online at the website, dipetro.com, just click on Listen Live. It's time for DePetro to beat. With me is one of my siblings. She happens to be a uh, writer, columnist for the Sun Chronicle. It's Donna Perry. And DJ, let's start off, uh, boy, last Wednesday, the Save America. Everyone come to Washington. A lot of Trump supporters went. And, uh, boy, that is a protest in March, obviously, that will go down in history. Really got away from them, got out of control. Still a lot coming out from it, and uh, as we stand, the, the president, we can uh, talk about all aspects of this, is uh, is once again facing possible impeachment in a uh, just a, a, a terrible way, terrible, terrible way to leave office. Yes, and, and good to be with you, and boy, sure, a lot happened <laughs> since we last spoke. Um, it's the understatement. Um, J.D., I think where we are right now, um, and looking at what has unfolded. And there is more information. Obviously, there still continues to be more of being unveiled of what happened and, and just the degree of how menacing it was in that building. Um, I, I just want to say that, you know, I know there's a whole lot of other people that are, you know, there's a lot of opportunistic stuff going on. That should not only bother everyone, but I may take a more of a minority position with a lot of Republicans. I think it should bother Republicans significantly for tons of reasons. And I, I feel the, the extremes of the groups, not most people who had every right, by the way. I want to be clear how, how I view this. And, and this is the problem, John, which you have enumerated over other days. Like the problem is when you have a spectacle of this magnitude, you and I have been around long enough to know it, 
it's kind of like that trumps every, excuse the word, but it, it trumps everything else that goes around it. So it therefore does. people can say, and you, and anyone who's still thinking they're pulling up data from one of the States and the vote account, you want to say, you know what, that really doesn't matter right now. <laughs> like, it, right. I mean, I'm just trying to be really bl- brutally honest. Yes. And what bothers me uh, to no end is the extremes who wanted to go after people who've been the most loyal to Trump, beginning with Mike Pence. I find yeah. that very, very disturbing. And I just and Lindsey Graham in an airport. And we know they don't like Romney, but, you know, look, there, there's many ways to ultimately you know, get the upper hand in politics. And I'm not going off point, but I'm just going to say anyone who thinks that this is going to be the route to stand your ground and, you know, really (laughs) become the top dog, they're completely mistaken and they're not understanding the damage that is being done, by the way, for the very values and things that you're trying to fight for. So that's how Perry, I see that. You yeah. also not only lived in Washington, you worked on Capitol. I did. And I worked. worked right there. Touch on that a little bit. Well, that's that's the thing. Um, and I, you know, this was all unfolding when I did my other column. So I couldn't really. Uh, I've been in that building um, and I, I had had been in Statuary Hall. I had only once had a chance. I've been in the chamber, you know, and um, it, it it is the seat of government of the United States, but the United States, which is the hallmark of democracy for the rest of the world. And I think um, when you're in that building, you get a great sense of the historical passage of time, you know, and, and who built all this. So um, it, it, I found it just amazing, just so, so disturbing that it came to that. It's such a misguided effort. Um, and there was no question. I know there's a mix of groups. There might be, you know, people who uh, I get it, you know, there could be that people want to make Republicans look bad, but let's be honest. Um, we know what online chatter is that those people came to do great damage. They've clearly a hundred percent. Some of them anyway, have lost faith in everything that goes on in that building. So it to, I also will say from a security standpoint, what I found chilling, John, and I have been in there it is almost a building that's almost impossible to fully secure. There's tons of doors, right? It's old. It was built in the, you know, a previous century. Um, It has all these little Byzantine alleyways and doors. They used to call them the hideaways. The higher you go in the Senate, they have these private little off, they'd call it the Senate hideaway offices. So they have, let's say, and they did that, you know, more recent times. So they could take a meeting, let's say, uh, but hmm. someone they don't want everyone knowing. So it's got all these little Byzantine mousetrap kind of rooms, doors. John, that could have gone tremendously, um, you know, in a direction that would be just so chilling. That could have almost been a bloodbath. I'm just going to say it. It really could have been when you see some that were mixed in the group. They weren't just there for, oh, you know, so unfair to Trump. They were there, in my opinion, um, when we now learn what really occurred, even in Nancy Pelosi's staff, I don't, I no one, I don't know if I knew that till the sixty minutes interview. Her staff, they were hiding, hid, hid hiding for in the, two hours under, under the conference, room table. The conference table. Yeah. I, I'm sorry, this is uh, reminiscent. Yeah. No, it's true, but this is reminiscent of um, 
of really like when our embassies attack uh, under attack, maybe uh, when the in Iran, when the hostages were taken, there were capital uh, police security that have some of them former military. They've yep. done tours of duty, Iraq and Afghanistan. This was more horrifying. And that's really the way you describe it as horrifying. This is this wasn't a rally. This was three to four hundred. They were there for harm and for destruction. And in a moment, you saw how or the president has seen how quickly it could go away. Um, yeah. You know, I contemplated going down sure. uh, to just cover it and so forth. But uh, the logistics, number one, were a problem. And number two, and I had said this on social media, I noticed the tone was changing. And I blame that Lynn Wood. He started putting yes. that the Friday night beforehand. I was arguing with people on Twitter. Yeah, I know you have. They were talking about <laughs> executing Pence. Oh, and I'd never God. seen anything like it. But here I am. You know, here I am in Rhode Island. I'm seeing this. I don't know how the federal authorities did see it. Of course. Um, there right. still needs a lot to be that. If this was an organized militia or group that want to, they did successfully take over the building. I mean, they did. Yeah. And then if they wanted to then set up compound, uh, secure hostages, I mean, that is still, when you see the zip ties, yeah. military gear, yep. that was like a tactical assault. Yeah. And I, and I, I, I would, yeah. go ahead. Well, I, I would just agree that I, it's not just an organic thing. It was not just, you know, people saying, oh, you know, we're so, we'll have our protest. And then, by the way, what, what this is why it's so damaging. And I, I yes. in all respect to my Republican friends, I think they don't yeah. fully want to grasp that. Why it's so damaging and is it all will get it getting clumped together. That we're, and mm-hmm. it is true. We watched all summer as there were nonstop protests, as cities were burned, as police departments were under attack, as the monuments were under yep. attack. But all of that gets totally thrown out. And and that is something where that was new, where I noticed immediately afterwards they were being referred to as domestic terrorists. And that's a, a term that is really being thrown around now. I don't know how else you would describe a lot of the protests from the summer. And they were in Washington. And at one point, President Trump even had to go into the bunker because they yeah. thought they were, they were going over the fence of the White House. Yeah. But my thing with a lot of the Republican people is, listen, we know it's not fair. And we, we know that it is hypocrisy, but that is the game that is in right now. Like, of course, they're going to react as though they've never seen anything like this when we watched a summer of basic terror. Right. And, John, you're very right to try to coach. I know people have very raw feelings right now. Uh, I have, you know, people had every right. They have local protests. Stop the steal. You know, you've done one that that's different. But I, I think what people are not like, well, I, it sounds like you're trying to get them to grasp the difference is the oldest thing in politics. You know, you, you don't hand the opposition ammunition to the nth degree. Right. Well, whatever way this came about, and, and I know how people feel about Trump, they just handed, in my opinion, on a Nixon level of ammunition to the Democrats, maybe even yeah. higher. Like John, this is yeah. this is, in my humble view, this is years of damage to the Republican Party. Yeah, that that the fact they'll put the T word on people, um, which is wrong, of course, and uh, we can only hope that you know, and and many Republicans have spoken out on it, and I just think a lot of got lost in that day. I do want to just quickly say, remember, Mitch McConnell 
stood there yep. on that floor. No one would accuse that guy of not being a conservative. And he was mm. warning, especially Ted Cruz. He was saying, you guys are making a big fat mistake. You're trying to do this uh, opposition to the Electoral College vote. He did. And he said, this is the most important you know, vote of my career. I think that he meant every word of that. And I mm. find it ironic that he was standing there. He was angry at them. Trump turned on McConnell. Uh, let's be yes. honest. And, you know, the rest of it, like you say, though, John, when, when you're in a big moment, whether it's sports or this kind of a moment, all the other stuff, we know the hypocrisy of how they treated the BLM protesters. I hate to tell everybody that's just really irrelevant for the next 15 days. It just is like just yeah. for now. I get it. But, you know. and I my only real concern, too, is if there is souped up violence in the coming days because there is a big protest coming on the weekend I know and especially on the 20th if something looks much more coordinated um, and and those ringleaders you know what I mean John like I I just am concerned of what these final days will look like I am I'll be honest I'm less concerned Hmm. simply because if, if there is a fringe what they've just done is over the course of the weekend, a lot of people took Trump flags down. Uh, it's made it uncomfortable. I, I, I'm, I haven't seen anyone wearing any Trump hats or merchandise. Oh, that's or yeah. They've really taken the wind down, uh, wind out of the sails. I, I'm not convinced there's such a concerted effort. If there are, these are some of these anti-government militias that need to be taken out anyway. Well, they're the anarchists, so, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and when you have, I mean, there were, hundreds of thousands of people in Washington last Wednesday. And then amongst that, see, if you are those groups, which there are, I, and it was described to me, there were like three to 400 people that were really the ones, um, but they need that larger crowd for cover. That's true. If you take the Trump supporters out of the mix, That's true. they're not so much. So That's a good point. We're going to take a yeah. quick, yeah, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more with Donna Perry, a columnist for the Sun Chronicle right here on the John DePietro Show. MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today. Commercial trailers, diesel equipment, serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts, 508-336-2110. 508-336-2110 for MEGA, M-E-G-A, MEGA truck and trailer repair. As I said, commercial trailers, diesel equipment, free estimates FHWA inspections and Rhode Island State Inspection Station, trailer pickup and delivery, 24-hour mobile service serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts. It's MEGA truck and trailer repair. Call them today, 508-336-2110, 24-hour mobile service, and also ABS repairs, brakes, doors. Listen, if it's on a trailer, MEGA truck and trailer repair, they can repair it. Call them today, 508 508- 336-2110-508-336-2110. It's MEGA Truck and Trailer Repair. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 
321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Ever in an accident, someone hits your vehicle, it's damaged in some way, pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272 3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401 272 3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly total vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401 401- 272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident, first thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. We're speaking with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle. DJ, what does this mean for Mitch McConnell going forward? He is no longer going to be Senate Majority Leader. Well, right. Um uh, his more immediate, immediate task is, uh, of course, you change hands at January 20. So he, and I know we'll get to that, he can, he can just block that the, any impeachment thing's going in the Senate for the next five days. So that's just a smaller thing. You know, it's the end of an era, really, for uh, a very big career. Um, and again, I think that with all the other headlines, not that George's results weren't digested but remember that came just the day before this and so then you know all of this kind of got in the way of talking about that um you know chuck schumer has control of the u.s senate starting next wednesday um however i would also note that margin is basically 50 50 so you know what i mean it's not like they have some huge overwhelming majority by any stretch um you know, uh, you know what? What I don't know when he would be up for re-election, JD. But I would say a couple things. I think this is going to end up being the last term for him. He's in his mid seventies or so. Um, I, I I just think that it's like a lot of things as the Trump era kind of winds down. I think it's it's unfortunate because he was such more of an ally to the president, maybe that the president even understood. He. Um, he, he is responsible for what will be, we do have three branches of government and McConnell got uh, conservative, uh, conservatives on the U.S. Supreme Court. And I know that sometimes that seems dry and un- uninteresting to people, but in the long run of things, it has a whole lot to do with how this country, the directions it takes. So, um, you know, I... Couldn't he be Senate Majority Leader again? I mean, it's very It's very tight. tight, but the only thing is with the Senate races is it's not like the House where they pop up very quickly. Do you know what I mean? Like in the run of time. I yes. know he's 76. Um, his wife is also very prominent, and she had just, well, the cabinet's ending, so that's okay. And she, Elaine Chow, stepped down. I don't know. You know, like after all this, could he become it um, if there's some people up, he if it's within a handful of years, I'll just put it that way. Like, I don't see six years from now him kind of uh, going along, and Schumer may not last that long. So 
you're right. Like, would he be around for a couple of more cycles in the short term? He could be because that's how close it is. Donna Perry, you've worked for the Republican Party. You've run as a Republican. You worked for a Republican congressman. In your mind, where's the Republican Party right now? Where do they go from here? So um, this is, I again, I, I think this is one of the much, most challenging periods in decades. Um, and, and I think that they've really got to think long and hard of where they go. But I, I also would point out the silver linings are um, lost in all the, even right after the election, and when the um, challenge to the vote came, lost in all that to some degree was the great success they had. Republicans had lined up tons of more Republicans into the U.S. House. Um, yes. And up to now, you know, they did kind of hold Senate seats. That's why it is such a tight majority. In the, but then you had the Georgia runoffs. So I would say a couple of things. I, I think uh, I think you need leadership of the party. That is not going to be about settling scores from this real, you know, scorched earth time. I think you need people who know how to play a little better with the media and the national media because they're not going away. Um, And I would note that there were some people who are well respected. uh, Tom Cotton, he was not part of the challenge, the vote thing. That's why he would not. And the two that were leading it, that Senator Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz, they're both facing a lot right. of backlash, especially Josh Hawley that put the the fist up. But here's something to look at. And again, folks, we're speaking with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle. Now, the President Trump received 75 million votes, but that it almost seems like a long time ago. And I think his term and the way he's going to be referred to is like BC before the Capitol and then yeah. after Capitol. So if anyone was worried, what does the party, you know, kind of do now with him leaving office, seemingly still having all these people loyal to him? It's um, I think it's a little less problematic because he he this is not the Trump era winding down. This was an implosion of major yeah. proportions. This yeah, was I mean, the plane crashed. Right. I mean, let's this is is he going to be removed or is he going to impeach or, you know, people are holding their collective breath. But. I think over the next week, uh, it's good to know the president of Pence did meet last week. Yes. And it would seem that, you know, you do have different people saying that this is a mistake to, again, go for impeachment. Pelosi wants it. Cicilline, obviously, is all geared up for it. But once again, uh, there were some loud voices saying it is a mistake to try to go for impeachment because what this does for Biden trying to come in and and guess his administration. Well, the, yeah, and and that's exactly right. Um, and what, one just ten second footnote to what we uh, about what, where they go forward. I do want to say whether to stay like Rhode Island or anywhere else with the GOPs, and I've said this to mass people. Just keep in mind as you go forward, come out of these you know crazy months. M- Latinos voted for Trump in higher numbers than anyone ever expected, and you also right. have a black private sector business minded percentage of black americans they were with trump the media never wanted to report it so that's all i'll say for now but you have a huge growing latino population in rhode island if i was that rhode island gop i would keep that in mind john that's a positive you know that that you don't have to talk about trump you talk about charter schools jobs the economy those people want to put a paycheck and a bank account so and they don't want to have all these you know contemplations of cancel culture and and i just want to say 
you know, so I wanted to get that in because I think that's a silver lining and you can't come out. Of, you know, they, there is support for what he was pushing and they have to be able to divide, you know, make a distinction. Um, what do you make of uh, Pelosi's well, attitude towards the president? <laughs> Go ahead. So, look, it, it, again, if you're her and you're coming out of this and, and she was she's a woman about 80. Um, she's a tough as nails lady. But that was very shaking to them. I think she felt. Yeah. That personally, and JD could have gone either way. I think if they, if some of the nuts had found her, maybe something very dangerous could have happened. So I think that's very chilling. Um, where they are at this moment, and I think the next 48, 72 hours are going to be very critical of where they are. H- how is he receiving all this? Um, Pence and he then also met, as far as I know, late, right till rather late Monday night. Um, so, I mean, I think they're going to, a couple things they, they can do, they're going to do Wednesday, the article of impeachment in the house. But as we've said, yeah. it then will just sit there. So what does that mean? Right. You know, okay. Um, and I think ironically, John, it's really going to come in the end of the game. It will come to Biden's ultimate decision i mean he's going to be really the head of the democrat party he is at this point and i say yes. that because although the everyone's temperature is naturally super hot right now if you're him and his people you know you're going to get by the security threat okay I, like you say i i think they're going to get they'll get through january 20 and be it'll be okay um if you are them do you really want the spectacle of months of or long weeks and etc in the spring they're trying to get this administration off the ground they've got to run the vaccination thing they've got to get the economy back i just would question if you're biden that you want the media talking about donald trump again all day long i i i just do so i i think it could and and the wall street journal is a good piece on this this morning i mean Ultimately, history has had many presidents in tight squeezes, and they then ultimately said for the good of the country, um, you know, they can censure Trump in Congress, but just say it's not like a pardon, but he he can go away with the censure. I think behind closed doors, I'm just guessing here, there is discussions about that. If you're Biden's team, do you really want? Again, that I mean, he can't come up for air and really get much coverage at all right now. So, right. Let's face it. A Senate trial of impeachment. That becomes the story. All resources are on that. So I just find it, you know, a lot of things can happen in a few months. And I think, you know, he's trying to get these big players uh, up and running um, and, and all that. So, you know, they've been quite, you know, I get it. It's a very tricky corner that Biden's in a box right now, really. Um, it is ironic, John. In previous years, we've watched this. I remember these cycles from years ago. Normally, the weeks before the inauguration, all the media would be doing tons of coverage on who's coming in the administration, who's going out, you know, what what are they looking at? Gina Raimondo would be on like five major network interviews this week. You know what I mean? They, this is how it usually is done as you, the run up to the inauguration of the next president. And instead, it's still fallout yeah. from, you know, Wednesday. That also, and again, right before we take a break, but I, I believe this, the, the size of the crowd is what really caught them off guard. 
because I had an initial conversation with someone with the Trump campaign when they first were announcing it. And they were hmm. afraid, uh, as you can imagine, that having it, that they, they have been paranoid because of that Tulsa, Oklahoma rally back in July that only had less than 10,000. Oh, okay. It was embarrassing. It was a small crowd. Cost Brad Parscale's his job. But they were fearful. And actually, one of them asked me, do you think people will come to Washington wow. during the week? This wasn't going to be yeah, on a Saturday. It was yeah. going to be on a Wednesday. And they were kind of fearful. When the permit was taken out for this, they thought mm, we probably maybe we're going to get like 30,000 would be a good crowd. The talk, they couldn't believe how big the crowd was. Mm. There were hundreds of thousands yeah. of people that came in. They were energized. went past the Washington Monument. This was one of those things that people just descended from all over the country. They underestimated. It's, I also believe it was so telling where the media was kept saying, you know, the president's unpopular. He's yes. office. He was more popular than ever, which is so many people came in. It is terrible of what happened. The story's getting worse, by the way, because there's still yeah. fallout. There's more footage coming out. You're finding out uh, more who's behind it. And it is, uh, it, it is, there's just, it couldn't end worse for the president in, uh, yeah. in his term in office. Folks, quick break. A lot more Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. While the pandemic rages on, you need to stay healthy. You need to take care of your health. You need to stop in and see Marie at It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Call Marie. I call her the Queen of Health, 401 305 3585. You've seen the her store. It's right in that old white church. It's my health. Because, folks, it's about your health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Shop local. Stop it and see Marie. What do we have? Well, vitamins, herbal remedies, trusted companies, who understand quality, integrity, local products like the incredible acai berry. She also has honey, maple syrup. Marie at It's My Health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant, has over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas. The service is the best, plus hemp and CBD products, plus massage therapy, reflexology, Pilates. Folks, stop it and see her. It's my health because it's about your health and staying healthy and children's vitamins. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. You can call her at 401-305-3585. Stop in and see Marie. And it's my health. 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Because remember, it's your health. Stop in and see Marie at It's My Health. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www. Remember, Preferred Towing and Recovery, they're located in Lincoln, and they service the entire state. Preferred is also a female-owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark Levy. 
They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. You know, Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely, securely. Preferred towing. Call them today, 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online at preferredrecovery.com, as well as Facebook, Preferred towing they can also you know they buy older vintage cars maybe it's from the 60s 70s maybe you have one it's been sitting in, in your garage for who knows how long the last 15 years and you keep saying you know someday i'm going to restore that but how about instead call today 401-725-8500 call for a fair offer today it's preferred towing in recovery located in lincoln 401-725-8500 Again, they've been doing repossessions for 30 years. They'll get the job done safely, secured, safely and securely. Preferred towing, 401-725-8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. We speak with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle. Now, DJ, something very significant <laughs> did happen, and I am glad that I was the one that I did predict, <laughs> and that is that uh, Rhode Island Governor Gina Raimondo, that she did, in fact, get selected for commerce what is really astounding is the number of people that vice president biden could have selected uh when you look at it rhode island has been ranked dead last cnbc 50th as far right. as business friendly you're talking about someone she endorsed bloomberg in the primary but governor mundo who is six and oh who has a very impressive uh, resume who's very impressive when people meet her and taken by her and has a personal way about her. I, I think that is an incredible accomplishment that she impressed them so much that she was named Commerce Secretary on uh, last week. Absolutely. And uh, I don't think anyone can take anything away from her in this. That This is extraordinary. And she's actually in a, a league of her own. I believe no sitting Rhode Island governor has ever um, been asked to join a cabinet while they're still in their midterm. And I think you can count on one hand, a couple of people went into cabinet. So um, from who were a Rhode Island governor or lawmaker. Um, so first of all, she's, she's definitely a trailblazer. I think that was kind of obvious early on um, with what she did with the pension reform. I, this is huge, John. They normally, I was talking to an old Republican friend from the old days, actually last week, and they were saying they didn't think she would get it before it was announced because they said often this goes to a big donor or someone in that kind of a league. Yep. This is a huge um, financial mm. management job, huge. Um, and yep. by the way, um, it's not just national, it's international. And I had been a little bit tweeting about That's that. Right. So not, you are very sophisticated. Some of the there was some local media who like took the bait and they were saying, you know, this is like for a working people. It's, it, this is not the working families party kind of a job. OK, can I just tell you? I mean, <laughs> do you know what oh I mean? My like, God, I think no. they're not no. understanding the world. I mean, the Commerce Secretary is like this is just humongous. You know, you go it, around it like she's going to be in, you know, Europe a lot and this and that. And you're in Asia. Yeah. You know, and. And let's put in terms that, that you and I certainly understand that not everyone does, but this is a position you get your phone call yes. returned. There's many times when you're calling someone, especially if you're in office and maybe you're trying to raise money or whatever, and it's very simple. In business, do they return your phone call? If you call someone, it's one of two things. Either they return your phone call or they don't. You return the phone call if the Commerce Secretary calls you. Yeah. It's a huge job. It also 
this is someone who Governor Mundo, she is, and there's nothing wrong with it. Steve Fry has actually caught flack for calling her ambitious. And Wendy Schiller was said, oh, what kind of knock? Why, women shouldn't be ambitious? It's not that. This is someone who Governor Mundo feels that she could play on a national stage. She's about to, you know, get that chance because it is course, national, international. Yeah. And you build your Rolodex of people, not that anyone keeps a Rolodex anymore, but of people that you could tap going forward. Um, Donna Perry, I would just imagine that you have this job, do a good job at it, and the sky is the limit for it. If you want to work in the private sector. No question. Can you imagine that you're well, the John, former commerce let's, secretary? Let's just a quick analogy. Okay, you, you go from having meetings with, you know, all the old days, Mattiello. Now, now she will be taken yes. in for private meetings with, you know, French President Macron in Paris. She'll be sitting there with yeah. Boris Johnson. Wow. Uh, she will go to the yeah. EU meetings, you know, in Brussels. I mean, the, this is the level. Which, so she's not fighting with, you know, somebody, you know, yelling at her from Johnston. So I'm not trying to be, you know, condescending. I'm just saying, like, she just burned no, her credentials for what would take some people maybe 20 some years in one fell swoop. You know, um, yes. And not, and not only that, it's often the proper etiquette that when you are visiting another country, the ambassador, yes, of, say Ireland or England or France, they say, why don't you check in? We're going to the commerce secretary over for dinner. And, and it is just really a whirlwind type 100%. of 100 percent. And, and by the way, what it says about her that shouldn't get lost in this, her polish but then she has a manner, and I have always thought this, she has a, 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 through all of it, through watching her through COVID, she is an amazingly disciplined person, um, and she knows yeah. how to keep a team on task. People can criticize the directions yeah. of things that they went, but I'll tell you, she, um, and obviously that it's her it's team, her and team. that showed it's an, it's her team. Biden's guys are veterans of Washington. They're not new newbies. They're veterans. Yeah. So for them to clearly, John, these people are quite vetted before he's making the big decision. So for her to have sat through and keep going forward, it's kind of like you're going for a huge job and you meet with this one and that one. I mean, for her to have kept getting pushed up and up uh, and, you know, there were big, I think there were some, you know, big people were pulling for. Her. However, you know, they have to make this right. Because like we just said, you're going to represent the United States Department of Commerce. Yes. And you're sitting with uh, Boris Johnson and you're sitting with the president of India and you're sitting with the president of France. So, you know, it, it's, that's a huge thing. I think Rhode Island should, you know, be proud to see that happen. And, and she, yeah. I'm a, Joe Paolino, who was the ambassador of Walter, one time, Justice Scalia, was overseas, and for some reason he was sure. passing through Malta. So it's, he's on the Supreme Court. He contacts the embassy. So he had dinner and hosted uh, Justice Scalia wow, one time yeah. in, in Malta. And and that's just more, right. let alone if then, you know, you're in like a, a more desirable type of country, nothing against Joe. And Donna Perry, that's also huge. When's the last time that the mayor of Boston Well, that, that's it. Up? You know, we it's, uh, it's funny. It was a double uh, whammy uh, flattering for New it England was. and Marty Walsh. Yeah. <laughs> And Biden actually introduced Governor Rundo <laughs> as Marty right. Walsh. <laughs> hey, you know, once a guy's the president, all's forgiven, right? Um, so yeah, Walsh that's right. is definitely, he's going to go once they confirm. So we're talking about the spring, but that upends hugely, just like Rhode Island's governor's wow. race. That upends what's going to happen um, 
in Boston. I want to note that. Uh, so he's going to depart after all. They'd been looking at this. And um, so the mayoral of Boston, which is huge impact of how the state operates, obviously, um, the latest person. Now, the way it works is the current city council president, Kim Janney, um, who is a black female. And I say that because she has eyes on, obviously, to, to get into the mayor's race. So she'll get to be sitting you know, the city act, what do they call it? You know, acting mayor for a while and the race is next November. Um, so there's, you know, she's got an eye on that. There's several other people. There's a very, um, Michelle Wu, very ambitious from the council wanted to kind of, I think wants to be the first Asian mayor of Boston. And then you have now the entry of the commissioner of the Boston PD. He's not formally in yet. Bill Gross. Um, Mm. he would, yeah. And he is, I think his entry would be very interesting. And I think it's a strategic, smart move by the police department, which has just undergone, you know, uh, a big police reform measure. Um, They managed to get it through and Baker wanted to stop it. It didn't work out with the vote. So I'm not saying that's the reason, but you know what I mean? Like, I think the fact that the police commissioner who would also make history, he would be the first black male uh, mayor of Boston. And I only say that because that's how all the media reports it. And um, so I think that's, it's, it's going to be, you know, I think it's going to be quite a uh, dynamic race for that. Donna Perry, how can people read your uh, great Sure. Work so I always put on my Facebook page, which is just Donna Perry. And I tweet out at Donna Perry, M-A-1, and it's thesunchronicle.com. And I put all the work there. So We'll see how the next week goes, J.D. <laughs> Any other final notes on that? Sure. Uh, that was very difficult for Vice President Pence. And uh, it was also telling the Wall Street Journal, basically, uh, those are the roughest editorials yeah. I've seen against the president. Well, and one president. thing you've been touching on, I just want to give a, a 10 seconds a little bit on um, what I, I find both sides of what the tech, the big tech moves here. Um, I find this disturbing on lots of different reasons. And I I think, though, it it has to be noted and the public is right, whether you are and I tweeted this, whether you're from the far left or uh, conservatives or just uh, independent, you know, we're at a point where these handful of billionaires who were tech engineered trained people and they're not really, you know, public policy people, they're really technically more powerful than Pelosi, Schumer, and possibly a future president. Because, you know, and and again, you know, this is this issue. They can't really be regulated. They're trying to function. They have the editorial page power in the old days of a newspaper. But, J.D., they they answer to no one. Um, They're not governed by anything. This is wrong to ban the president off Twitter. And as you also had mentioned, the... This business yes. of the phrase now. See, I uh, stop the steal. I, I is find being that taken. very um, chilling. That that's very. I called it very Beijing. Like you know, we're just the, we're going to remove yes. words, um, and and also John. But what you're seeing is corporate America, in um, right now, uh, they're in marching lockstep with some of this, and and you're seeing this kind of almost like banish the Trump family from their future businesses a little bit. Oh yeah. Well, that and then the local fallout of this representative that went there, Justin Price, Republican, and Seth Magaziner takes to Twitter and 
issues a statement. He wants he basically wants yeah. him to resign because he was in Washington. He's not accused of any wrongdoing. And that's wrong. Didn't break yeah. any laws. And suddenly that's like, then you need to resign. You're just as guilty as the people inside. They're saying you're an aid or a better at insurrection. Um, the other thing that I think is really dangerous here is the vote that just take, took place. It it was filled with gaping holes. This business of non-notarized ballots. Uh, Rhode Island, 520,000 people supposedly voted, which would be 75,000 more people that voted in 2016, yep. which I find impossible in a state with declining population. But now, if you start to question the vote and bring it up, you're somehow seen yes. like lumped in with some of the violence that happened at the Capitol. Yeah, did very wrong. And you're right, John. They will, again, they will melt this. They're going to say any vote challenge. And, oh, yeah. you know, I'd love to see the words conspiracy theory removed because I think it's like over overused and it, it's, um, it it's a knock on any conservative. Um, so... We will see what the next uh, few days here bring. Donna Perry, excellent job as always. And we'll read you you in the sun. R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401 732 6562-401-732-6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. From winter to summer, the trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls to maintenance agreements to installation, R.E. Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's Coogs. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating.